Hey Nils, I have a joke for you. Hey Riley, what's your joke? I'm trying to model myself after a person with a super long beard, uh, with um, delusions of grandeur, thinking that they're very important, and someone who uh, believes they have something very important to share with the world. Am I modeling myself after Jesus Christ or uh, an American indie rock star? I don't know, Riley. Which one are you modeling the... yourself after? I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> oh, that's a good joke. Get it? Because they're like indie rock stars like think they're Jesus. Indie rock stars and Jesus have been connected by me and Riley to each other, but we didn't record that conversation. So if you can't see the connection, then you can't follow our logic. Just think about it. You'll figure it out. It's not that hard. Yeah, just think about it just a little bit. I feel like it's it was pretty easy for us to come by that conclusion. Yeah, I'm... The, yeah. All right, well... Um, okay, listen. I found yeah. a YouTube... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, live audience. I found a YouTube video playlist called Dog Sound. <laughs> the first video... <laughs> the first video in this playlist entitled Dog Sound is a video entitled Ear Ringing Sound. The thumbnail <laughs> says, Warning, colon, sound is playing, exclamation point. That's the first one, all right? That's the first video. This... The second video. What's the second video? Is titled The Abbott Brothers hyphen Salvation Song hyphen Cardinal Session. So it appears that um, Alan Tirio here uh, accidentally put these two videos in a playlist. One of them is the ear ringing sound test, and the other one is American Christian rock band The Abbott Brothers. I don't know why they're in the same playlist, and I don't know why the playlist is called Dog Sound, but. But there's a third video that can tell us, give us some more answers. The third video is, and I quote, phone icon missing from Android device. And it believes uh, it's a one minute video that pro <laughs> that promises you answers to problems you <laughs> have with your phone. Uh, and it, it pretends that it has answers to all of them, but I think it's just an ad that tries to get you to to give them your email address. I want to remind you that that was the third video in a playlist of three videos entitled Dog Sound. So and just Dog two... Sounds, there were three videos. And the first one was a warning sound is playing ear ringing test or something like that. Yes, correct. And Number two is a Christian rock band. It was Christian rock band. <laughs> yes. And the third one. The third and final one was a one-minute ad that this YouTuber accidentally saved because they were listening to Sergeant whatever, so they're probably really old and just don't really know how technology works, and they accidentally put all these songs in a playlist because those are the kind – or not songs, but like videos because this is just the kind of thing that they look at on a daily basis, and every once in a while they're bound to slip up and accidentally save it in a way that they didn't mean to, but since they're old, they don't know, like, that it happens, so they just kind of leave it. Oh, you're and right, though. This is just a perfect three-song sample, three-video sample of what this person watches on YouTube. I think you're right, and I think this is 
uh, in line with some bigger things we've talked about earlier on. Ooh, like clearly. bots. This whole like, thing spells big things. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, what but, were you saying? We, we've ex- previously on the show, we've explored yes. um, music bots who, who inhabit the YouTube comment sections of popular artists. I yes. don't want to like reuse that theme because there's infinite robot bots, but I think in discovering this dog sound playlist, we've opened up a new avenue for music jokes because we can now target accidental old people and their usage of YouTube, and that's a pretty funny thing. So I just wanted to congratulate us on this new avenue of comedy we've um, opened up. For being pretty funny. I, I agree. I think that we're very funny. And with that, let's get started. I um, actually found a second playlist, but <laughs> I found it, but I'm not going to read it. it. Let's start. Let's start. Is, is there anything worth mentioning from this playlist? There's a lot worth mentioning, Nils. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. <laughs> you may proceed. This one is entitled Movies, but it's movie apostrophe S, which I don't believe means anything <laughs> i i cannot movie. think of a time movie, movie apostrophe is. as movie is. Mo- movie is or movie possessive like this, of this something movie's pretty good this movie's pretty good oh that's interesting this movie's pretty good movies but it's just movies there's nothing else the first okay, movie the is. first video is entitled capital b baby deer rescue and release presumably a bambi reference right and it has 33 million views the second video, ear ringing sound with the title <laughs> "Warning Sound Display." <laughs> so take that, take take that what you from that what you will. How much ear ringing do, do they have to listen to? And for who and why? I think that this person has some, again, some music that they want to listen to, but they know that after they listen to a song, <laughs> they should force themselves to listen to ringing to check on their ears. And they put Nils. it in a playlist. No. I have a third playlist, Nils. And it's also... It's, okay. This third playlist, created by Alan Terrio, is entitled Sleep Music. Which is... That makes sense. And yeah. the first title is in line with that. The first title of the first video is Sleep Sounds by White Noise. And it's like an ambient track to help you fall asleep. But the second... Video in this playlist called Sleep Music is called How to Make the Perfect, in all caps, Brown Gravy from Bacon, in all caps, Grease. And it's by a channel called Bradley, and I believe it's just a cooking cooking tutorial for bacon and gravy. But the best part of the, the best part of the story is that after a meditation video, a bacon recipe video, uh, in a playlist called Sleep Sound, Sleep Music, there's a video entitled Baby Deer Rescue and Release, which is actually the <laughs> same title as a video in another one of his playlists. And that's the beautiful world of Alan Terrio. I don't know if I could comment on that. Dude. I think that it's too loaded of a subject. And it kind of speaks for itself. Oh. Man, what a beautiful world. And with that sentiment in mind, are you ready for Funky Me by Timmy Thomas? 
Can we admire Timmy Thomas for the name no. Timmy Thomas? Timmy, T no, I can't. I don't like this guy already. But you don't know him from before, right? No, I don't. But I Timmy don't like Thomas, name. what a freaking name! I don't think That's it's not his a birth name, name that you're gonna forget. Timmy Thomas. <laughs> What's it called? I don't think it's his birth name. The song is "Funky Me." Funky which, me. Funky, as in "Welcome to Funky Town." <laughs> okay. Me. As in welcome to me. <laughs> welcome to Funky Town. <laughs> what was that supposed to be? Take Funky. This is a song called Funky Play Town. Play that funky music. <laughs> that's a that's a different song. There is a song called Funky Town, but they never say Welcome to Funky Town. So that makes me think you're combining it with funky a. Town. No, that's <laughs> not. That's not what they say in that song. Won't you take me Won't to Funky Town? Me not, not <laughs> whatever you were saying. I don't That's know what's definitely going on. what I meant to say. It's definitely won't you take me to. Welcome to Funky Town. <laughs> take me to Welcome to. That's probably misheard lyrics from when I was like six years old. God, yeah, it's a good song. Anyway, Funky <laughs> Me by Timmy me Thomas.
What I admired about that song is that it was dynamic and versatile. <laughs> dynamic and versatile. Okay, but that was actually fantastic. I think that was a great song. I, I, I think the repetitiveness of it is what makes it so great, and I feel like it feels like it's improvised. They're just kind of going with one thing. You think the repetitive thing. makes it feel great? Yeah, in this type of music, I don't feel like it's lazy. I feel like it's building, you know? And they do do a little bit to shake it up. I don't think I was over it. I think I thought it was too repetitive. And it literally does go for that long. Like, I... Nothing on it skipped. It was... It actually goes for that long in the end. Yeah, and I think me pointing like, that out... Like, you felt like it was a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Even you couldn't wait until the end of the song to ask me if it was over yet. <laughs> Which we listen to a lot of songs that are way too long, but you never say that. <laughs> anyway, I think you're right. But I like it, okay? I like it. I want to hear the second part. You don't think that it went too long? Okay, I will say... One cool thing is since there's so much bass in the bottom and that like cool rhythm, you can actually see the different way that um, the vinyls like etchings are spread out. Like if you hold it up, you can see that it's like longer sound waves since it's lower notes. Wow. Does that make any sense? I th I have a mental image of it, but <laughs> questioning it would make it more confusing. Maybe it's too confusing hey. to understand. It's anyway, just like you can guy, see when it's down and when it's up. Mm -hmm. Sorry, let's let's just. Move Th this on. is the hundredth video. I'll add to all of the songs we've done. The hundredth song we've listened to. Oh my god, this is one hundred. That was this or is, the next one. The, is? This one is the one we're about to listen to. Oh my god. I've actually what's been it? really psyched for this. Are you ready for number 100? Yeah, what's it called? Why Can't We Live Together? Ooh. A little aggressive. If this has lyrics... If this doesn't have lyrics, then that's a very cool song title for one that doesn't have lyrics. Uh-huh. Because it's so specific. If it has lyrics, then it's a different song from Last Side, which I'm okay with. Because I cool. love it. So it's you're being positive. But I'm being positive.
Okay, listen, I'm going to be real with you. The, okay. the vinyl, we did set up the vinyl a little bit wrong, so we couldn't hear the songs very well, but I did get a general sense of what the songs sounded like, and I think they were both pretty cool kind of jazz organ songs. I'm really glad that you came to this conclusion, but also I did not come to that conclusion, and I feel like I'm, I'm listening to it again right now at the correct speed, and I feel bad about the things that I said before because listening to it at a completely different speed makes me feel like it's a lot more varied and it doesn't feel like the same thing drags on for way too long because I literally had it drag on for way too long. Well, that would make a lot of sense and I hope that's the case. So I am now really enjoying the first song. I think I'm glad that we great. came to the bottom of this. I, I still haven't listened to the other side. All right, how did you like that one? It wasn't a romantic thing. It was like a political thing. That was, that cool. was surprising. I didn't realize it was going to be that. We're so oriented towards a certain thing. But I thought that was a great song. It sounds a lot like the Wii music in Hotline Bling by Drake. It's got that kind of like video gamey feel. Wii and Hotline Bling, okay. It's like I feel doo, that. Doo, doo, some, of like, doo, 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 doo. some of the backtracking that's a little bit like 8-bit almost. Yeah. Little robot. <laughs> little robot. Little um, robot. Did you prefer this one or the other one? This one. I did listen to the other one too. I think that... Like I... This one... I mean I... We discovered that I was listening to these on the complete wrong speed. And I was totally into this one for a little bit, but then I still feel like it went on for too long. I think the like, length is part of it, though. Like, I know a bunch of songs like that. That's I don't know true. why they're like that. I mean, I feel like it's dance, but not really dance. 
no i agree that it's part of it this part where it just kind of like gets comfortable and it just kind of sits there but it feels more like a backtrack and less of a song itself when it sits there you know yeah. like it's something that plays at a diner in the background of the scene when the main characters are talking not when you're like giving it your full attention that's that's a that's a valid way of saying it it's a I'd very say. specific image but i think it makes sense i kind of get it that's good enough for me so is that both for this guy i would i think i'd fight for it depending on how these other ones sound yeah i think it's definitely going to depend on the other ones i don't think that we give this artist uh a way to life just yet i think we put him on the waiting chair so that he has to hope that other oh, artists fail going. us man all right you're the one who abuses them okay i'm just along for the ride <laughs> i'm just thinking if we really take the metaphor of like the way that these vinyls just kind of stay on my desk oh, waiting no. to see one that won't you know that'll be I mean, worse so it won't no, get you're, you're right destroyed. you're right I know right, who's right. it gonna be who's it gonna be all right who's it gonna be let's see should i go for a really unique one or one that looks somewhat generic but could be unique really... give me unique give me unique how do camels sound i camel the band no just camels uh, i'm very excited for camels okay so i found a record sleeve that uh on one side has camels okay this is actually pretty cool on the left side, it has a bunch of camels, and it's like a pattern, like a wallpaper almost, but it's like little uh -huh. camels. And then on the right side, it has movie reels, and from the left to the right, the camel slowly progresses into a movie reel. What the fuck? <laughs> I like that a lot. So, like, the two humps on the back turn into, like, the two wheels at the top of oh, the camera. That's not what I thought it was and that's very creepy. Do you want to see what it is? Yes, please. Alright. Who's it by? I haven't even gotten to that yet. But look at that. It's camels and then it's a movie. Right? Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was. I was it's thinking not that it creepy. was like real cool artwork, but that's like little kind of kitschy stuff. No, it's little it's very, very kitschy, but in kind of a cute way, I guess. I'll give you a zoom thumbs up. Sorry, that was a zoom clap. A zoom thumbs up. Thank you for the zoom thumbs up. Um, Who's it by? So it says Casablanca Record Filmworks. Whoa. So I guess I should know that the camel is probably a symbol from, like, that movie maybe? I don't know. Camel and Casablanca. All right, but... What is your favorite rock movie of all time? Rock That's movie? Right. That's right. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Are you ready That's for this That's the name of the song? The song I'm is very Journey ready to for the this. Center of Your Heart. Oh, it's wow. It's slightly different. It's a spinoff. Way to and ruin my whole day. Donna Summer. I know Donna Summer. You should have bled with that. I like Donna Summer. Well, I wanted to keep the liking part for the end so that you can have a negatively biased listen you played me <laughs> i play you every time just like i play these records oh okay just play it, just play it just that was pretty good that was pretty good <laughs> Not gonna get out of here
She's so cool, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Do you god. think it's too long? Okay, okay. This is an interesting discussion because at one point in my life I did. But as I've gotten more into the scene, I appreciate it in a different way. So you don't think it was too long? I do not think it's too long. I think I understand the argument of why people say it, but... I really enjoyed it, but it still felt like it went too long. Like, I, I just felt like I was enjoying it less because it just kept on repeating, almost. I mean, I think the thing is with disco is it's not supposed to be listened to in the environment that we're listening to it. They're dance well, songs that are supposed to be long and instrumental. And they had that cool, funky breakdown with that, like, weird, like, synth thing. That was awesome. That's a really good point. It has, like, Dude, really cool yeah. different sections, and we're not listening to it in the way that it's supposed to be listened to, so the Dude, judgments wait. should be on a different level. What, uh, what does your album cover look like? Do you have an album cover? The album cover of what? Of the vinyl is it just in that weird sleeve it's it's just the sleeve with the oh yeah because um, the album cover of this yeah. is so vibey and weird it's like her posing next to a lamppost and there's also a cop and it's very 80s and she's in the photo twice <laughs> that sounds wonderfully 80s she's so awesome and this is what makes you think that she's really really cool well, I, I just love her whole everything. I like her song Spring Affair a lot, and obviously Hot Stuff. That's, like, one of the biggest songs. Hot Stuff? Give me some hot stuff, baby, hot this stuff. evening. Hot, hot stuff. stuff. Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff. Yeah. Are you ready to listen to Hot Stuff? Oh, it's Hot Stuff? Oh, nice. I'm happy that's the song. This is a cool song.
of meme stuff that has to do with this, but it's also such a fantastic song that I don't want to take away from appreciating it. It is a really awesome song. Like, it's an amazing song. We should start by appreciating it. It's... It's so iconic. It's kind of scary to me. The lyrics are, like, ominous, kind of. I know it's, like, romantic, but when I was, like, little and I heard it and the way she kind of sings it, something about it is spooky to me. Spooky? That's interesting. I wish I listened to it thinking about that connotation. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, mystical nighttime kind of things, and it all feels so adult when I was little. I don't know why I'm thinking about it like this, but... This feels like a very visceral memory. Okay, okay. This is going to sound crazy, but when I think about yeah, okay. the song, I hear yes. the words evening and tonight. That's what the chorus is to me. That's what's emphasized. And if that's what you're singing about, there's some plan. <laughs> I feel like I don't totally disagree with your very specific connection to it. It's just like... Like, I think I agree with that. It's, it's a type of song that's preparing for something. And that's kind of scary in in some ways. It's like it's a it's a fun young person's pregame song. Yeah, which oh wait, that's such a great way of putting it. It's there's anticipation to it. Pregame yeah. is a great vibe. It's like, oh, that's cool. It's like this is gonna be an awesome night, like getting getting ready or like early on in the dance floor. And I, I think I think you're exactly right, but. For me, that's always been a scary thing, actually. That energy of, like, Yeah, like, right before it gets started, but it hasn't actually, like... And you don't know if it's going to be, like, a super important night for you, or if it's just going to... You're going to forget it, like... And it could be, like, really terrible or, like, yeah. pretty great, but you really won't know until later. So yeah. you just try to come in with, like, the nervous, excited energy. Just... Just there's a distance between this and the thing he's thinking she's thinking about. I don't know. It's just the imagery is so sparse, but it works well. I mean, I I mean the lyrics are just like a booty call. Like that's she's true. She's trying to call them, and they don't like her as a, romantically. I just want a wild guy, but I I think your pregame thing was spot on. Yeah, it's kind of sad when you listen to, like, the actual lyrics of it, because that's not great. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it is. Maybe it's, like... But it took on a new meaning that I think is inarguable. Is it positive? Is it a positive message or a negative message? I think it's a cute message. There's a, it's there's a, a cute line, message. There's a flirty line between men and women that is sweet, but I think people have used that as an excuse so often that it shouldn't even be used anymore. Like, I do think there's a level of flirtation between guys and girls that is a little bit teasing, but then people use that as like, oh, I was just joking when they say horrible things, and then now this idea of flirting is completely cut off. But I think this is kind of a sweet. Back All right, point. because it's teasing. Okay. But I don't then, think but, I... I, don't, I didn't yeah. pick up on, like, the teasing part of it, so I appreciate that, if, it, if that's the direction that it's trying to go yeah hot stuff is like a nickname for a guy i assumed like give me hot stuff right or hot stuff <laughs> it's like cougary <laughs> like outdated <laughs> version the of little cougary sexy talk yeah which is funny because it made me think of uh how i promised to go uh dancing with my grandma 
who like takes dancing lessons, which I couldn't do because of COVID, but that was like my Christmas present to her and I gave her a disco ball. And this since like she's always listening to disco, this made me think of her. And uh-huh. she's also married to someone that's twenty years younger than her, so she's definitely Uh-oh. a cougar, so maybe the cougar vibes really stick. <laughs> now I wanna stop thinking about my grandma. I saw a video of like uh roller skaters in Los Angeles in like the eighties. And now I really want to join like a roller derby dance team, and we should do that. We should we should make our own Roby Dobby dance team. Yeah, that one Roby Dobby dance team. Yeah. wait, Roby Dooler. Okay. Also, I just wanted to say. Wait, hold on. What? (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what it's called. Roller Roller derby. derby. Roller derby. Roller derby dancers. Roller Derby Dancers. Okay, this I got it. This album was released in 1979. It's like right on the edge. That's so scary. <laughs> it defined the 80s before the 80s existed. Yeah. Cool. I like Donna Summers. This last song yes. is going to pull, pull its weight. Yeah, this one definitely keeps its like spot. Like, There's no way we're going to get rid of that one, I think. Yeah. I think if this next one turns out to be really good, too we may replace funky me and you may want to shield funky me more than i want to and that's when the conflict comes up unless this one is just terrible i picked one and i have to admit that it looked boring so i put it back what was it called it doesn't matter i picked another one no should i get the first one i can get it no it's okay no it's okay it just looked too boring I trust you. Okay, it's called Sleep. Huh. Do you want to do it? Are you intrigued? No. <laughs> Alright, we'll come back to that at a later date. Uh-huh. Instead, we're going to go for Humoresque by Johnny Maddox and the Rhythm Masters. Humoresque. That's a really cool name. Humoresque? Humoresque. It's oh, like, humor-esque. you know, like esque, like. Like, of humor. It also looks to be really short, so... It'll be wow. interesting to see. I'm interested. Who's it by? What they do. It is Johnny Maddox. M-A-D-D-O-X. Okay. Let's okay, go. Okay.
very cute. But cute is the only word. You only think it's cute? Okay, I guess it has more value than that, but not by much. See, this I is where we're going to come into conflict, because Whoa. I love ragtime. That's an interesting statement that I don't know if I've heard anyone ever say before. You don't think that other people like ragtime? I mean, I think they like ragtime, but I don't know if anyone's ever said to me, I love ragtime. Ragtime is awesome. That's interesting. I mean, I, I think I'm not it's against so great. It. I, I think it's a very it. unique style of music that I really enjoy. Like, I I literally have a full vinyl that's just a bunch of different musicians doing ragtime. Like a compilation? Wow. Or actually, no. I'm wrong about that. One of them, I have Scott Joplin with a specific pianist who isn't Scott Joplin, but is one of the best uh, ragtime pianists in the world. And then I have a different one that's uh, jazz pianist. I mean, I think, I assume ragtime is just like three songs, you know? I don't really think about them being like a whole genre of music that produces more things. I feel like I've only heard everything I hear kind of sounds the same. It's a cool the same, but and I think yeah. I don't I don't think that's that I can blame you for that because it does kind of sound similar if you haven't like I don't know, I guess since I've listened to it more, I feel like I can differentiate the songs a lot, but uh-huh. I don't think that it's out of the question to feel like it's all the same. I do like this But song, that's man. because, like, the ragtime movement started with Scott Joplin, pretty much, and it also pretty much ended with him. Like, right. there were I, no I, yeah. other artists that came along and were able to kind of, like, really develop it. Like, other other artists did it, but it they didn't really push it forward, and then it didn't really evolve into anything else. It so feels like I, a very singular movement to me. It's just like, this existed for a very brief period of time and then no longer is popular. But I really enjoy it. It's still good, though. It makes really good study music, I think. That's, yeah, I guess talking about the purpose of it's good. I think it's interesting to put this up against Funky Me. Was Funky Me a, uh instrumental track, or did we just not hear the words? Yeah, Funky Me was just in- instrumental. So we, we can compare two instrumental songs. That's true. I wouldn't true. say this new one is uh, repetitive the way that Funky Me is, but I definitely It's definitely like not Funky repetitive. More. I almost like the Funky It's more wild. But you like the Funky Me more. Can I say something really bad? Say something really bad. Ragtime kind of reminds me of Ska in my reaction to it. I feel like that's not an all-incorrect comparison. <laughs> it's just like, like I, it's I understand that, I that comparison, good, but I but don't like ska, not. and I do like this. Right, which is why I feel like it's mean. But it's like the way that ska goes way over the top with horns, this kind of goes way over the top with that exact style, and it just feels like it's too in your face. Uh-huh. And then, therefore, can't sound unique. I don't disagree with that, but... I still have hope that this second side is going to maybe win you over. Maybe yes. it'll sound different. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, a YouTube commenter Marcus Reeves commented on this video and said, no thumbs down as of January 1st, 2018. And then someone replied and said, check again.
Okay. Don't call me crazy, but I think the laughing added to the song. I don't think you're crazy, but I think that the song was terrifying. What else about the song other than the laughing? I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's like different, it sounds different over Zoom, but there's some weird element where it almost feels like it's being played on like a broken piano and it's like yeah echoing in kind of a weird way and sometimes like the time the timing just seems to be off and i think it's all on purpose but it just feels like so defunct and like it it sounds like creepy clowns and then the creepy laugh comes in with like a little bit of chatter and then the chatter disappears and then the chatter comes back just for one second so then they can sing like for three seconds and then disappear for the rest of the song again man i mean i think you're right about the defunct thing i think it kind of adds to it i think it definitely adds to it i think it can you at least admit that this was pretty different from the first set yes i i like this one a lot more because it had more of an atmosphere to it than kind of just doing the thing it had a very specific atmosphere i didn't enjoy listening to it because it felt so scary. It just felt like weirdly, like uh, intoxicating. But maybe that's just my midnight brain speaking. <laughs> oh yeah, well, happy I'm too midnight. tired. Oh, I anyway, didn't know that it was midnight. I was. Literally... I would say yes. To yes. Keep the first two. I, I know. I know you would say to do that. And what would you say? But what what's interesting is if it were based on the first side of this. I would want to keep it. But I didn't like the second side, and I was thinking I wouldn't want to keep it because of the second side. But you liked the second side. Yeah, which not enough to keep throws it. throws a little wrench, but not enough to keep it because you like well, the first one so much. I'm in the best case scenario because I like all of the songs, and I like two of the songs a lot. And you only like two of the songs. So I win because I get what I wanted, and I get the joy of liking another song. <laughs> That's a good point. It's not about I guess, winning. I need to change. I, I guess I, I will admit my defeat and say that you win. And I will properly sheath Timmy, Th- <laughs> Miss nice. Timmy Thomas. I I can't read that name without feeling like it's so ridiculous. You I'm get sure that, right? Timmy Thomas. Thomas? Yeah, it's not his real name. But it's so stupid, even especially as not his real name. Sorry, I have I have some problems with Timmy Thomas clearly. Um, have you added any songs to Riley's jams? I added, why can't we live together? Oh, and why don't I know? But was that the other show? That was the other yeah. That show. was that was the first one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I I like Timmy Thomas a lot. His he deserves a cooler name though. He deserves a name that doesn't make him sound like a, I don't know, five-year-old. Because the five-year-olds grow up, you know. He used to be a five-year-old, I think. Yeah, but it sounds like he's a five-year-old now. No one (laughs) over the age of 12 should be able to get away with having a name called, like, Timmy. Timmy. But did you suggest they legally change their name? No, you just start going by Tim or Timothy. Or Muffy. Or Moth. Not Timmy. Wow. Well, 
people people don't that. continue to go by Timmy. They go by Tim, don't they? I don't know enough Tims. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I, I know, know any know Tims. Either. I know one Timmy, and I know that Timmy, as soon as he got to high school, desperately wanted to be called Tim instead. What about Timmy Smith? That's the Timmy that I'm talking about. But he's still called Timmy. No, people call. He tries to be called Tim when he meets new people. He makes. Well, he says that he's Tim. Ab- the funny thing about that is that I still call him Timmy. Well, yeah, but the new people that he meets <laughs> call him right, Tim because that's I how he. That's him. how he. Okay, okay, but I would say in this situation, it's more about the person representing themselves, and this person. Timmy Thomas decided to represent themselves as Timmy Thomas, and that's probably not even their real name. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. But also, sometimes in Rebellion, like with Timmy Smith, for example, we should cut out these names for the podcast, but whatever. Timmy Smith, when trying to go by Tim instead, got the nickname Moth because people were mocking him (laughs) for wanting to change his name. That's really dark. I'm sorry. How do we end the podcast? I really like those first two, and I hope... Uh, I hope Julian Lennon's doing okay. Can you give us a quick impromptu summary from your music persona of the night? Well, li- wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need a minute. What are the songs we even did? No, no, I want a whole different Funky playlist. me, why can't we be together? Journey to the center of your heart. Hot stuff. Humor-esque. And creepy clown one. Oh. Why can't we live together is a perfect example of the communist utopia detailed in Karl Marx's famous manifesto of all those years ago. Even though it was released in 1973, this... Could have been released in 1803 because the sentiments expressed here are so old-fashioned and archaic that I can't even believe it. People... Oh wait, someone made a joke about Hotline Bling on this video. Anyway, um... (laughs) That's actually really cool. Uh, I wasn't crazy. Uh, and the, the ideas of unity and peace and a liberal government really scare me because... I'm a music critic. <laughs> Is that the end of your critique? That was my critique, yeah. I think that was fantastic. Was that actually off the cuff? Yeah. Uh, wow. I, yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed. I feel like sometimes the music character isn't actually a separate entity. Like Yeah, it's just me. We're like that, it really is you, just in like a very slightly different mood. All right, well, thank you for that summary of the highlight of the night. Um, I think that we're coming to the end of the podcast. I just wanted to throw it to the viewers. Do you think that we should post the podcast? Well, they know whether or not we did. No, they don't. They won't It's like that Julian Lennon song where they're going to be like, well, I am sitting that on was the bench, last but week. That was such a long time ago. Oh, I forgot. I just saw it recently because I was on YouTube. Anyway. <gasps> All right. Goodbye, everybody. And remember, 
Lowrider culture is part of my culture. Lowrider.